Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata back on the fan. We have game time with Al Boomer Sizing coming up at 11.40, game four of our baseball card World Series. A pivotal one here, Sal. I was down big one. two games to none, bounced back, getting a win on my home field. We'll see if we can keep that going. Uh, I think I'm going to go with 1990 today. Last last week we did 90, we did uh, 89. I didn't uh, decide until last minute today. I'm going to let you know, BT. I think I'm going 1990 today. I got to try to even this series up. I know the later we go, yeah, generally that favors me. Yep. Well, you never know what these paths. No, it does. It, it, and the earlier we go, it favors me. Right. And so we still, you still got. What did we do 84, 85, 84, 85. I won. We did 89 last week. Game you three. won. You're going 90 today. We'll oh. see what happens. I, I just checked the Vegas odds on Fanduel, Fal, uh, Sal, pardon me, Sal. Uh, foul. Yeah. Sal, I was thinking FanDuel and Sal. Yeah. I said foul. Sal is right now minus 140. Well, get out of going here. Going into today's minus game. You're the favorite. You are. Uh, not can't be that big favorite, of a favorite. Dude. You're the champ. Yeah. Um, all right. A couple of things here before we get back to the calls. My buddy Joe DeMeo, I told you, does a Mets podcast uh, over at SNY. Knows the Mets inside out, the farm system and all that. He's referenced the caller before. I forget the caller's name, but the dude who was passionate and yelling at me. Is that Bob? Yeah, Bob maybe. Okay. He was tremendous. We appreciate it. And he was saying the call was crazy because not too long ago, you know, and this is why, you know, the, the call was saying, oh, the willpower just to, to, to you know, di- distract us with big name trades. 2020, prior to going into that year with the with the Mets team with Brody Van Wagen and still led by previous ownership, yeah. the Mets unveiled the signings of Rick Porcello, ah, Dallin Batanzas. Seton Hall kid, I believe. Seton Hall prep, right? And Jake Marisnik. Like, think about uh, that, dude. Th- th- this is... Didn't Met, work out. Met fans forget very quickly of how bad... You know, you had guys like Michael Walker. I mean, come on. Think oh about... Oh, my God. The reclamation projects, the guys think, who were on the Think about end these the guys. And, and, and that's just one example. And yeah. I remember feeling like... From after Jason Bay, and that was 2009 season, I believe, first year of City Field, the Mets, you know, got like J.J. Putz or Jason Bay, whatever it was. Oh, after the pitcher put from Seattle, the closer? Yeah, right, and it didn't work out. Was it out. Putz? Was yeah. it, I thought it was J.J. Right? I thought it was Putz, but okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was... po- point is, like, they were, the Mets were spending atop the free agent class then, and then after the, what the hell is his name, Madoff, Madoff thing. Yeah. They, they Like, they didn't. 2010, 11, 12, 13, not until 14 was like, oh, my God, the Mets actually signed somebody. And it was, I think, Granderson and Bartolo Colon were the big signings. So 
They have come a long way under Steve Cohen's ownership. I understand the frustration. I get that it's going to suck. Nobody wants to go into a full baseball season of 162 with minimal expectations. No. And, and that's where we're at. However, I do truly believe it's for the greater good. Yeah, I mean, we see it a little differently here. I think you can still grow the farm and do it the way Stearns wants. But with one or two swift moves here, you come out opening day, fans are pumped up. You got a chance to be pretty good. And I really mean that. Like, if it was a it was a combination of Snell and Chapman or Montgomery and, and, and Bellinger, whatever, two of the remaining four or five top prospects out there or free agents out there, I don't know, and not to you know delve too deeply into the past, mm-hmm. but I feel like, and I, I wasn't emotionally invested in it, so maybe I'm I'm off, but I feel like the Wilpon stuff was overstated and was hijacked for a while. Like the Mets, the Mets never had like the 27th payroll. Correct. I mean, uh, come on. Well, well, only post Madoff. Yeah, that's where it really got. Were they like mid-teens? Like, did they drop that much? Uh, I, I just, I don't remember the exact where they were at payroll, but they were never in on a big free agent. Never. Yeah, yeah, and then, never. I yep. mean, names came off the board. They were just not. They just that after that they, they made a play they, for Alex. They Rod. They well, yeah, but they made a real play. Now for you're him. going back years, obviously, I know, I know. right? So I agree with you. Okay, and I was never one that said. First of all, I never get on the air and would say sell the team because. It just is not going to happen. Yeah. Like, although it did happen, it, so. it did happen, which so. is crazy, right? So man, maybe we start saying to, it with some other teams. Maybe we start saying Woody. Come hey, on, Woody. Hey, Woody, it's time that's to. It. So I, I would always look at you know the people that they brought in to bring in the people that build the team. Anyway, they did get a bad rap because for many years the Mets may have been second citizen to the Yankees mm-hmm. or not the highest at all times. But they did, man. Belton, Pedro. They yeah. were top 10 for right. sure. I just didn't Tom Glavin. And by the way, they Carlos got, Delgado. Right, was they, he a trade or a free agent? Delgado. Uh, he was, was a, a free agent, I right? I think it was a trade. Okay, it was yeah, a trade. Yeah, that was a trade. Anyway, they brought guys but, in but over still, the years. 100% they did. Alomar. And by the way, they had success. They were in the World Series in 2000. They made it, you know, game seven of the NLCS in 2006. They made it to the World Series again in 2015. So even with. The lack of top-end spending, Yep, you still can build a winning team. There's not just one way to do it. I understand the frustration. Believe me, it hurts me more than, than anybody to deal with this because I, I want the Mets to be good for what we do for work, not only my fandom, but I don't want to go into a season thinking about, oh, God, this team's going to be a 75-win team. I'll give you a quick analogy yeah. here. Like, for years, like, you know, you had all these teams where – St. John's, like they're they're knocking on the door. Do they get in the tournament? They lose and and they don't. They did. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did lose. They lost to Xavier, which but metrically is not horrendous. Okay. Uh, but you know, it's actually they, they drop like two slots in the net. They're still a tournament team. But yeah, you got to start winning some games again. And 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 they will. I don't know if they'll beat UConn, but they got some hangers coming up with UConn with um, Georgetown and DePaul. Point being, before Rick came here, right? Whether it was Anderson, you know, even Mully, uh, and really every other coach that they've had, Norm Roberts before that, Lavin. Like when they didn't make it, it, yeah, it was it was disappointment. But if they don't make it this year, it will be gross disappointment because of, it's Patino. And previous Met teams, when they didn't make it, it was disappointing, or they didn't construct a team that was constructed in the vision that that they that they thought it would be or hoped it would be. It, it hurt, but I think it's going to hurt more because of Cohen's presence. Like Patino, Cohen's got the pocket. Rick's got you know the the the, the money. Rick's got the resume. I think the toughest thing for Met fans to compartmentalize right now, even though Sal's making a lot of sense with the money, is, yo, there's three, four, five guys out there that can transform our season. Yeah, Call them. I get it, but it, it would be a short-term fix with minimal gain. Mm, 
Even if they win, even if they win nine, like they can't. They're not. I mean, Chapman's win. what 31, 32? He's not thirty-seven. Yeah, but you're also then roadblocking some of the young guys. Which if is there the were, whole is point. Beatty definitely going to be good enough to play third base in the major leagues for no, ten years? But Who I'm knows? Talking, I'm talking about even the guys that come up next year. I mean, a couple. But aren't most of them outfielders and no, I think infielders. They have a couple uh, infielders, if, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, but but anyway, and they're they're. I don't think that's the right move for this team. And even if it were, like, he's going to make the team better, let's say, then it prevents you from maybe getting a more in, uh, influential piece next year. Like, they really need pitching. That's where I'd spend the money. So if you're going to tell me anyone, even though I don't like Blake Snell, I personally would go get Montgomery because I know you just go get him, and he's going to be worth whatever you pay him to be your number two or number three. Now, on the Mets, he might be the number one, but I'm talking about long-term Yeah, would project to, to be that. Uh, before we get back to the calls, I got two things for you. Okay. Debating if I should save one of them um, or not. Pertaining but to Mets or w- different stuff? One's good for the Mets. One's good for the New York Giants. Football oh, Giants. Um, save the Giants Okay, and hit me with the Mets. Okay, so the Mets are close to a deal with left-handed reliever Jake Diekman. And this is according to The Athletic, Will Salmon, and I think Ken Rosenthal had it. Okay. Diekman last year. Diekman is 37. Oh. Uh, let's see when he'll be. Yeah, I mean, how do you spell? Is it D Y K? D I E K M A N. D I E. Jake D. Oh, I got him. That's right. He was with the White Sox, Sox, Sox for a while and the Rays last year. When he got to the Rays, he was awful in Chicago. But yeah. when he got to the Rays, he pitched to a two point one eight ERA in fifty games there. So. Uh, Wait, see. is this the part that you said is going to be good for the Mets? Well, I mean, they get a lefty reliever. So. I mean, come on, Dennis. and that's and that's sadly, Mets fans. Sadly, this is probably no. it for the off season as they get ready for pitchers and catchers to report. Oh, started I mean, started the off season with Sevy. End it with Jack, Jack, what is his name? Deekman. Deekman. We sure that's how you say Deakman. it. Deek. It's it's Deekman. Okay, okay, I believe it is. I, I think I've heard that. Deekman. Well, okay. CeeLo said it at the updates. So. Well, I mean, oh, okay. think well, about it. trust CeeLo? I mean, it's, it looks like <laughs> Not it's... Not fully. Yeah, okay. So he's a lefty, and there's always value in that. Fantastic. Um, so I'm just looking at his baseball reference. I can only imagine what his baseball cube would look like with all the minor league stints. I right. don't have time for that. The Phillies for three years. Mm-hmm. The Rangers for three, four years. To the Cardinals. To the Royals. To the A's. To the Red Sox. To the White Sox. To the Rays. He has played 12 years. And he has been on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Yeah, I mean, whatever. This, is, this he, is the good part of the thing. He's, he's, a, he's a lefty reliever, and you're not going to have to pay him nearly as much as what Wandy Peralta got. All right. right. Because he's not nearly as good as Wandy now, Peralta. Now Peralta's have, actually good. We have some. Yeah, but you know. Uh, this guy's going to so stink. It just, yeah, I can tell he's going to stay. Still better than what they have. All right. Now we, have, <laughs> we want the good news for the Giants here. It's actually breaking news in the oh. NFL. Good news for the Giants. Oh, oh yeah. Let's go. The Washington Commanders. Who are they hire? Oh, wait. wait who they, they've got to be hiring somebody we hate or we don't respect. Oh, God. Who are they hiring? Who's their coach? Who do they mess it's around and hire? It's according to oh, Adam Schefter, oh. the Washington Commanders. Next head coach is yes. Dan Quinn. Oof. Your guy, Danny boy. So you don't have to Dan worry about the Commanders, Quinn. Giant fans. You're safe there for the foreseeable future until he inevitably gets fired in five, six years, whatever it may be, maybe four or five years. Giants are safe with that. Oh, it could have been worse. Could have been Bill Belichick. I started to think after they missed out on Ben Johnson, who decided to stay in Detroit. No, I was thinking, yeah, maybe they pivot here and go with Belichick because we thought that that was a rumor for a while. Well, that was even in the middle of the season. You heard a little connection with Belichick to the Commanders. I think this is actually good news for the Giants twofold. Yep. Number one, you take Quinn away from from what he does well. Yes. As far as being a defensive coordinator from Dallas, Mm -hmm. he has had success there. 
you know, outside of the postseason this year. Generally, he's done a he nice job. He did a good job, dude. He's a good defensive coordinator. And it's very good because he's not a good head coach. So the Giants win on both ends here. Dallas gets a little worse not having Quinn as their D coordinator. And the Giants get a little bit better by having Quinn uh, be the head coach of Washington, where I think it's a downgrade from Ron. Can I just point out, though, and listen, I appreciate good news, and even though Mm -hmm. they're coming in small doses here, can we get to a point, and, you know, the Knicks are giving us this, and the Yankees with Soto, but can we get to a more consistent point where two things that Sal tells us that represents good news, one is a team in the division who they hired, and the other is the Mets getting a 37-year-old lefty out of the bullpen who's been on nine teams in 12 years. Oh. And how about some actual good news? Well, I mean, it's a lefty reliever. The <laughs> well, Mets have I mean, lined him up. Come on. Bring back, uh, bring back your boy on TV. What's it? Uh, Jared uh, Blevins. Well, they already brought back one guy, Adovino, who I think, by the way, we're going to have on the show today via Zoom. I haven't talked to Adovino right. since he signed on. Again, bullpens are so. I understand. I know. I'm messing and, around, but and, come on, he's 37, and 38. Truth be, truth be told, BT, this is where Stearns and the pitching system and, and all that stuff, that's where this better flex their muscle. The Mets better be getting these no name guys, and they better be turning into impactful players here, and that will give hope moving forward. I would be totally fine with that, and I'm sure there's an aspect of this because they signed a lot of those guys, uh, including, uh, I believe, Mr. Scrub. Uh, but but I I feel a lot better if the, you know, it was like 25 year old kid who threw absolute gas, but couldn't find it. What is this guy? He was he throwing 88 miles an hour. How hard is he throwing? He's 38 veteran lefty. I can't knock it. Gene is calling from Secaucus. Gene. Hey, how you doing, guys? How you doing, BT? How you doing, Sal? What's up, Gene? Hey, pal. How you Sal, doing? Sal, all the best to you. I know you had uh, heard before you had the family emergency. All the best. Thank I hope you. all is well. Uh, prayers it. to you. And uh, BT, how's everything going? Everything's great, man. Everything's good. Big, big Mets fan. I wish I had more time to call you guys, but I've been doing my music like full time. Thank hmm. God. Ooh, and for you. Um, what are you writing? What, do, what no, kind I, of, I don't know if you know this. I'm a, I'm a, a musician, and a couple of years ago I released an album. It was doing nothing on Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. All of a sudden, uh, gigging down the Jersey Shore, it started picking up, and I'm getting gigs. I haven't had any time. There to you even go. Call Look up. at the Jersey Shore but, helping us out. A local you know guy what? Out. You know nice. what? I don't know. I thought you knew this. So I you didn't know that. Name, I, Google gave me my own artist page. You can type my name, Gene Salati, in Google, and you can hear all the music. Gene, G-E-N-E, and then Salati, S-A-L-A-T-I. So out of nowhere, right. I'm like gigging. I mean, my album is not selling. It's, it's like, I think I sold like 23 albums in two years. Do but you have I'm a sports point there, Gene? Sure. 23 albums in two years? We got to... Can help you out a little. Bit. I know, I know. It's yeah, like I can it's sell like twenty three albums in two I'm years. I'm going to be sixty years old. I'm too old for <laughs> yeah, midlife I got crisis. You, man. But I don't know. I've been, at least I've been gigging down the shore. Oh, good man, respect. What do you got? Check I'm going to with the Mets. I think you like. Anyway, you know I'm a big Mets fan, BT. But you know what? I'm going to be very honest. I know Sal, you're a big Mets fan, BT, or Yankee fan, but I'm, I'm going to be a Mets fan realistic. They're not better than the Braves, Phillies, and Marlins. And if I, I had the Mets about at, at 80 wins. If they're going to be 80 wins, they're going to be competing with the Nationals. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Oh. Sounds familiar, Gene? <laughs> yeah, listen, thank you. I, uh, just, check it out. I mean, I'm not... I just, I just went to your Instagram page. Uh, you and get something. a couple clips out there. Yeah, yeah. I got... If you go to YouTube... Can you write one about the Mets and Steve Cohen? Write one about this show. I like... Hmm. Uh, listen, Even I like better. Steve Cohen. Last year, he had the highest payroll in baseball. This year, he's got the second most highest payroll in baseball with the Dodgers. And you know what? Uh, we're about two years away, uh, and... Uh, and Gene, hold it, on one sec. I, I, I got to ask that. Hold on a sec, Gene. So, they... they they did write one about the Mets years ago. The Doors wrote it. Do you know the song? No. This is the end. 
This is the end, my friend. You know what? It's been out there for years, Sal. I'm not familiar with the Doors. Yeah, but you know what? With music, you could. I'm a writer too, but with music, you can't copyright titles. You could only copyright words and music. So I could come out and write another. I could write a song called Hotel California. No one's going to give me a problem. You can't copyright that. The same thing with books too. I think we're having an issue with the line there, Gene. And thank you for the call. uh, We're going to let you go before the the line is breaking up a little bit. But thank you for the call, Gene, and good luck with your music. Hold on. You you played his music. You prolonged it. How much? I mean, geez, we've got to start charging him here. He gave his, his name a pop. He spelled the, his, his name, too. Ago. He spelled it all out. We played his music. I yep. mean, my goodness. I think yeah. the time has expired. Uh, back to the point about the Mets. I Look, you know me, BT, and fans should know I me. I thought I knew you. I don't know I this, I thought Sal. I did. Yeah, well, look, I, I mean, I've complained about the Mets since I've been on SNY in 2010. I've complained about the Mets since I've started here back in 2003, behind the scenes as an intern, whatever it may be, every chance I get on the air to people who listen in the newsroom. If I believed that they were doing something I thought was unacceptable or wrong, I would I would say it. I'm I'm being honest with you. Like I'm not looking forward to this season. This is not one where I'm gonna say, oh, the Mets are gonna prove doubters wrong. I do think they could exceed expectations, which are minimal, and mm-hmm. that is by design. They wanted the lower expectations. Guess what? Mission accomplished. I'm trying to be understanding and patient. Now, I can't promise that I'm not gonna flip out in season. That's bound to happen. No. Yeah, that's, I mean. <laughs> wow, no kidding. You're going to flip out the first week. Uh, probably. But I'm going to No, no flip yeah. outs for Sal for yeah, six I'll, months. I'll that will firing everybody. None. Man, former Yankee man, don't say, get him out of here, Boone's yeah. Lackey. Severino, you suck. Oh, I can't wait till you turn I'm on sure. the ex-Yankees. Oh, that's going to be a they're, fun they're the show. Up. The more ex-Yankees you bring in, the more apt I am to let loose on all of them. Mm. Anyway, this is one year. Now, I'm giving them a pass this year, right? Which for me, and I think most fans, if there are some fans who are willing to give them a pass, that's saying something. Because fans don't generally give teams a pass for a year. Those of us who can see the plan are willing to give a pass for a year. However, when that pass expires, it better be all in. Both feet, dive, whatever you want to say, all in, no excuses. I want to see the prospects. I want to see the money being spent. There's like next year, it's World Series or bust as far as I'm concerned, especially if I give you a pass this year. All right, a couple things here. So uh, I've got to be more fair to uh, to Gene. Uh, what is his name? Jake Dykeman here. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> Gene, Gene Diekman. What is his name? No, Gene was the caller. Jake Diekman. Jake Diekman. Jake, 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 yeah. Joe Diekman. Diekman. It's yes. Diekman. Okay. Yeah. I said he was throwing 87. He actually throws 96 miles an hour. I just looked it up. I just yeah. want to be fair. Want to be, yours, that's, that's right. Great signing. Yeah, right. Throws his fastball 63.8% of the time, 95.5 average velo, 17.9%. He hits the slider. He's got a little cutter as well. Just wanted to get that out okay. there because I was way so, off on the other velo. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 sure, I'm not pretending to sit here and say yeah. I watch the guy pitch every night. Now, here's the one thing. And I, I think, I think, and we'll do this coming up next because I want to be able mm-hmm. to expand on this. I don't want to force it in. All right. I think that. The greatest misnomer in all of New York sports pertaining to fans it, right now in front of our eyes is is it's being tested. Uh, I wanna I've got a theory okay. uh, about fandom and tolerance and a misnomer. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And Miss Guidance, I'll hit you with it coming up next. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal back on the fan. I just went back and got the packs of cards, two packs Ooh. of 1990 tops, game four. Are they nice uh, and tightly secured nice and sealed, and or are they one of those refer? Oh, yeah, those yeah, are no, okay, These are nice. good. We're good to go here. These yeah. are fresh packs, fresh gum on top. We'll have to go through those. That's coming up in about 15 minutes or so. Now, you tease something before the break. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, so to me, I want to present you with what I think is one of the great fallacies, one of the great misnomers, in actually the greatest fallacy in all of New York sports. This pertains to fans, okay? And I remember I used to get a lot of this for years with the Knicks being the poster child to 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 illuminate how inconsistent these fallacies or these thoughts are. That the New York sports fan will not tolerate a rebuild. Right. Incorrect. No way is that true. Now you think about it, and I say the Knicks in the garden because the exorbitant ticket prices, there's only 20,000 seats versus, you know, basically 50 in Queens, 50 in the Bronx. So it's a different supply and demand, and the courtside seats, you know, so highly priced. The Knicks, I think, in their own minds had to justify, um, you know, putting out a product that at least on the surface or perceptually was going to be somewhat relevant. And by chasing that relevancy, they brought in decaying players like Stevie Francis. They chased bad contracts. Eddie Curry, Jerome James coming off one good series with the Sonics. Okay, so they got in trouble. Now, I always had a real issue with that thought because that challenges the great sophistication of New York sports fans. Yeah, we're raw, and yeah, we're loud, but we have sophistication, and we have acumen. And as long as we know, and here's the point pertaining to the Mets to bring a full circle, as long as we know that the rebuild is being done the right way, and those shortcuts or like a combination of a few things that makes it murky, we're fine with it. My issue with the Mets plan this year, and that's what we're talking about on the show tonight, right. right? Is that it's it's mixed messaging and it's piecing things together that I don't think will work. A rebuild is you trade Pete. A rebuild is you probably don't sign Nimmo to eight years. A rebuild is you find somebody to take care of McNeil's contract and trade him. So I just I'm confused by what we're doing. Understood. Now you you've heard so far the intolerance from Met fans oh, yeah. with the rebuild. Yes. So but at the same token you're saying that New York fans will understand it. Well, because they it's not the right rebuild. Well, I don't think that they I don't you, think that they think, believe in the direction of this rebuild. Well, that's foolish. That's a premise. Foolish number 1, but number 2, do you think if the Mets traded Pete Alonso fans would be understanding of that? I think if they then rid themselves of other Dude, the Met, assets. The, the Met, you already heard the stuff how Met fans feel about Alonzo. If they got back two top 10 prospects and then they were fine, you know, they, they, I, I. Met fans would flip out. And I think rightfully so on that regard. Although I will agree with you, one token, I don't agree that fans will tolerate a rebuild. Maybe a semi rebuild, like 
yeah, we're going to rebuild it, but you won't even see us rebuilding it really, and we're still going to field a competitive team, which I think is the ultimate plan for the Mets. The problem is all the money that they the spent. The ultimate plan for this year. No, no. Or, what or, was the plan? Oh, gotcha. Like, they still were trying to rebuild from the lower levels of their infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Just they expedited the process by realizing it wasn't working spending the way that they were at the big league level. So they expedited the process as far as trading those guys, getting in more prospects. But the Mets have always known, since Steve Cohen's been here, what the real issue is. They were just trying to do that, rebuild, while fielding a team that could compete at the highest levels. Now, because they spent poorly, this year's going to have to be a step back and kind of a reset a little bit while still rebuilding and trying to field a competitive team. Where I agree with you is that they could do more to expedite the process. We're okay with watching kids play. Like, you know, and again, the Knicks never did this, and now they're they're out of it because they were financially prudent. And, and they've been they for completely... 20 years, though. Oh, dude, oh like... God, yeah. Because they tried to half-step it. Right. And and I feel like the Mets are doing that as well. It's it's half a plan. But Nimmo, you, I'm not going to get on him for Nimmo or bring him back Diaz because they did that off of a 101-win season and they didn't believe that the team was as bad as it turned out to be. I think if if this or if last year was Nimmo's walk year, I think it'd be a different story. And I, mean, I can respect and, that. And that that's that's a fair. You know, they went. They, they brought back Nimmo, thinking, all right, he's going to be a glue guy to our 101 win season. We're going to go for it again. And yeah. they thought they would be in the playoffs for sure. Maybe not win a World Series, but who knows? Obviously, it blew up in their face with Verlander and Scherzer, all that. The Pete one is a big one, and McNeil. See, I would trade McNeil. As a matter of fact, if you ask me right now, if I had one move left, would it be bringing in Bellinger? Would it be bringing in Chapman? Would it be bringing in Montgomery? Mm-hmm. No, my one move would be to rid themselves of Jeff McNeil. You think he's that? Out of cancerous is a very strong no, word, I think but you think it's... I think it's, a, I think it's the easiest move they could make to shake up the core of the team. You're not expecting much back, though. It's just to, it's, really, it's really more deleting yeah. than you don't view him as the asset that's going to bring anything back that's going to change. Correct. The, okay. Maybe you, yeah. may, maybe you get something back. Maybe you don't. Maybe you shed yourself of that money. Yeah. And you could, whatever, go get a DH. Like, Dude, I said I'd take him yeah. on the Yankees because I, I, I think he'd we hit 300. We I've said this. that. Yeah. I, I think that like that to me would at least be a sign yeah. that they're starting to change the core a what little bit. What don't you they like about him? Because he's hit 300 a couple of times. What is the problem? I think he's part of a, a losing culture, and he does not provide enough for me in any – like he's a he's a, a gamer, but he's also selfish. He's always frustrated every time he doesn't get a hit. Yep. He's a guy that he's not hitting 330. What does he provide exactly? Greg Jeffrey was, was like that as a Met. Where now Je- Greg could run more, and Greg eventually developed some pop, but I think he stole forty or fifty and, bases and a for Tory. Oh no, no yeah. question. But Greg was a guy who, if he didn't get his two knocks, even if the Mets won, Greg wasn't happy. You know what I and mean? And it though? seems like, like McNeil's like that a little bit. Yeah, I just, I think, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think he might be better on a team of winning players or winning team where he could be like a seventh hitter. Or get him on the Orioles. How would he fit well, that team? Well, whatever. How I, would he fit Toronto? How would he fit some of these other teams? He'd fit great. Put it this He'd way. fit great anywhere. He's a good hitter. He, you would agree he's part of their core, right? Yes. Okay, so if Nimmo's not going anywhere. No. And Lindor's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the Pete situation is what it is. Mm-hmm. 
What does that leave? It leaves me. I want a little yeah. bit of a shakeup on this team. Okay, that's, I got gotcha. you. That's the one. Move. Understood. Monte after the year, I think he's, he's this is his last year. I think. No, I think this is year three. He's oh, not a four geez, year deal. Yeah, he does. I'm almost positive. Oh, yeah, it was boy. four years. Yeah, you might be right. Unless on Unless there was some sort of option, but I'm almost positive. Oh, he's four. another one after the year. Yeah. You could reassess that, and hopefully, he has a big bounce back year. Maybe they can move him at the Who knows? But and you'd rather have Marte more so than McNeil because he does more. Correct. Like a healthy Marte is more useful inning to inning. Than a healthy McNeil. To me, yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. Hit with power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play good right run field. A little bit. Run a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. He's an athlete. He's different, different profile. All right. But but I agree with you that they could do more if it were a true rebuild. Matt is in Chester. What's up, Matt? Hey, fellas. Uh, thank you for putting me on today. Appreciate How are you, it. Matt? I'm all right. The funny thing about me is that I'm a Mets fan who has – they've done damage to my blood pressure in the past. And as far as this offseason has gone, I'm completely different from, I guess, everyone else calling up. This is what they said they were going to do. They said out loud, we have our third baseman on the roster. We're not going to go out and get a third baseman. We're going to let the kids hit. They also were pretty candid where the only pitcher they wanted to commit to long-term was Yamamoto. So I, I understand that Cohen has a ton of money to throw around. But if you're telling me that getting Snell and Montgomery this year means that I can't go after Walker Bueller or Burns or anybody next year. Yep. Or if I commit to Cody Bellinger, who, by the way, before last year was a dumpster fire for three seasons. And I don't think he's going to carry that forward at all. I, I do, you know, by the way, terrible. Matt, that's, that's a difference of opinion. I, I respectfully disagree. And I know that there were some bumpy rides. Like, at one point, he just couldn't hit. He couldn't even make contact. He reworked his swing. To me, there was enough evidence early on. I think he runs. He's got pop. I like him more than you. That's fine. But let me, let me cool. throw this at you because I, I hear you. I think you lay it out well. I guess my pushback would be, and I'm going to ask you the question, Matt, because the, the market has slowed to such a glacial pace, you can conceivably get some of these borderline stars or stars at 80 cents on the dollar. That's not more right. appealing? Well, could I answer that question with a question? If yeah. they're so appealing, why aren't they being signed by anybody else? Because not everybody has the money that Cohen has. But if we're talking about players that will transform a roster, one player like a Bellinger or a Snell, and by the way, Snell, if the bullpen is not a, a strength yeah. on this team, Snell's not making it any better. Because that guy's not pitching out of the fifth inning ever. Yeah. Well, what type so, of, uh, you know, mean, if, I, really? first of all, I agree with you, okay. Matt, and thank you for the call. The biggest part that I agree with him is that this is, to me, not mixed messaging. It's maybe messaging we don't want to believe, but they have come out and said, last year Cohen said it and gave all indications that they were going to take a big step back and lower the expectations, all that stuff. It's, it's not even writing on the wall. Like, they flat out told you the plan, repurposing whatever you want to say. One thing is the the contracts or the demands coming down for these guys, right? Are we talking one-year deals? No, no, no. Okay. It's not going to come down deal? that much. No. So then, to me, I'd be out. Like, okay. I don't like Bellinger or Snell as players either, but if you were telling me I could get them one year, even if the AAV was up, I know what you're saying. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. then that's different. And now, maybe it wouldn't be different to the Mets. It might be different to me mm. because there's no long-term commitment. All right, you're paying the tax, sure, but it's one year. You know, and you, it'll help you compete better this year, even while rebuilding. I, I get that. Listen, I I think he's going to be really good for a while. I believe that. I, I'm really interested to watch him play this year because I get it. Bellinger, you talking oh, about? Yeah. Okay. There were some years where, I mean, he was lost, where he truly had to remake it. He couldn't even make contact. So 
I get it. When you have that year and then you hit 307 in a walk year with 28 bombs and whatever he did with the RBIs and, you know, 850 OPS, it's, it's a jump. And there was enough evidence early on he was a star and then he completely disappeared and then he regenerated. I'm not saying that it's the most linear path. It's odd. I would take him on the Yankees right now for my first baseman. B- I've said that. BT, I really would. BT and Sal on the fan will come back. Game four of the baseball card World Series. That'll be coming up a little game time without Boomer a size, and we'll get back to your calls on the Mets, of course, as well. And try to take a 3-1 lead. Sal got the dub last week. He's trying to even things up at two. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Now, time for Game Time Without Boomer Esiason with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. Here we go. Game four, Baseball Card World Series. 1990 is the year. Uh, hmm. This this was the year that it was a big, uh, the big Ken Griffey Jr. Tops rookie card was in. So that was the card you try to pull. Uh, I just opened my pack here that I'm going to read to BT. BT has a pack as well. We have 14 cards total. I will say looking at... This particular pack, BT, yeah. I feel like it's an easier pack. Now, for I don't me. know. Well, yeah, the one that I'm going to read for you, I feel like I would have done well with this one. So okay. certain guys that maybe I know, I don't know if you know, maybe too later. Mm-hmm. Your, how would you grade the difficulty of the pack so far? Fairly hard Ooh, for you. Shoot. That's my first gut. Now, that just because it would be hard for me doesn't mean it's going to be hard for you. Right. I, I, was, I said to Sal during the break, like 1990, I hadn't bought a baseball pack for... Probably three years at that point. Really, I'd go to the drugstore, like, first, second, third grade on my bike. That's when I'd get them. I didn't didn't get baseball cards after third grade. I definitely didn't. Oh, man. Well, we'll see. All right, and because I'm home field here, I am am going to make you go first. Oof. So I'll read read them to you. The last lickage, huh? Yeah, because I know I'm going to be in trouble here. I'm probably going to need a big number. All right, hold on. So we have 14 apiece, right? Mm -hmm. One, two, three. I'm just writing this down. I'm ready whenever you are, sir. Okay. Two to one, I'm in the lead. We're playing for a pair of Nike Dunks. Uh, If if I win, Sal owes me Yankee-colored Nike Dunks and... If he wins, Met, blue and orange, Nike oh, dunks. Forget about that. Or Knicks. You can okay. wear them during the uh, Knicks championship run as yeah. well. Yeah, all right. Uh, first card. Yes. The card to pull in the 1990 top set, Ken Griffey Jr. That's actually the first card? Yeah. This isn't a trick one here, no, is it? I mean, no. I'm, I'm getting inside my own head here. I mean, it's Seattle. Yeah, Seattle Mariners. As I said, it was an easy pack. But this is actually usually like we throw these cards out or leave them around. I'm actually keeping this one. Wow. Is that worth anything? Uh, It could be if it like graded mint, which it probably won't. Why why, would it have been in the pack for 30 years? How was it not mint? Well, because... Discoloration or something? Yeah, or like the borders. It goes by if it's off-centered or not. Anyway. I mean, even if it's in good... It's got to be worth a couple of hundred, right? I don't know. You can buy the dunks with with those. Nice. By the way, thanks to Ryan Chichester, who gave us these packs. Thank you, Ryan. I know you guys do the packs. Wow, Griffin. Gave us these 1990. And I'm not giving that to Ryan. I'm taking it. Okay. Give her the finders keepers. Okay, Joe Girardi. Uh, 1990, Joe was a cub. That is correct. Two for two. Take this See what I mean here? All right, stop... uh, all right, here we go. We don't need you to contextualize here, buddy. Fred Manrique, M-A-N-R-I-Q-U-E. That's funny. I played with a kid in college, Freddie Manriquez. Uh, I think he was an infielder, Freddie Manrique. I remember the name. Orioles? He was an infielder. Yeah. No, it's Texas not a, Rangers. Rangers. Okay, two for three. Mike Sosha. Uh, Sosha Dodgers still at that point. Correct. Yeah. Mike Lacoste, L-A-C-O. Pitcher. Uh, yes. 
Giants? Correct. See, this is the problemo here. That wasn't an easy one. Come on. No, that was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Mm. But I'm saying also familiar. Jeff Kunkel, K-U-N-K-E-L. Pitcher Seattle? No. Uh, I'm not sure who you think it is. Pitcher Giants? No. Not a pitcher? uh, Shortstop outfielder. Texas Rangers. Got it. Kurt Wilkerson. I feel like Kurt Wilkerson maybe was a catcher. Uh, Did he play for the Rangers, Kurt Wilkerson? Final answer? Yeah. No. I would have gotten this one. Okay. Cubs. Middle infielder for the Cubs. Yeah, okay. Ken Hill. Pitcher? Yes. God, I think he bounced around. He did. Like Rich Hill. These hills pitch forever. Jeez. Let's get that pension. (laughs) Phillies? That's my final answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Cardinals. Okay. He was with the Cardinals, and I think later was with the Expos. How many cards is that so far? I believe that that's eight right, or so seven. Just count right. how many we've done Let's so far. Four, I know I have four right. Two, four for what? Three, four. Four for eight. Four for eight. So that means we have, what do we, we do? We have six total? more. Okay. Craig Worthington. <sighs> this was one I've never heard of. I don't know this. Seattle. Orioles. Yeah, don't know. I had no idea. Dickie Thon. It's funny. I was watching the game with my dad in the basement when Mike Torres with the Mets in the Astrodome drilled Dickie Thon in the face with a fastball. Ooh. I was watching that game in my basement. I believe Doc may have been on the mound that day, but uh, no, no, I'm saying uh, no, no. It was Torres. It was definitely no. It was Torres. It was Torres. All right. So, 1990, Dickie Thon was still with the Astros. Incorrect. It's not right, is it? Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. See, now this is where this it, is where I'm like, you yeah, know, now but, I'm just playing. But this and, is an advantage. Know, I'm, I'm not following baseball. Th- this cards. is an advantage to me yeah. because later years, Dickie Thon, of course, was with the Astros all those years. <sighs> all right, all right, let's go. All right, here we go. You want a layup or you want me to save that one? Whatever you want, buddy. I'm going to give you a layup now. I'll okay. save some drama for the yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a layup, though, necessarily. But it might not be 1990. Good. Dave, let's go. Dave Rigetti. Dave Rigetti was gone from those from those Yankee teams at this point. Let's see. No hitter in 83. I can tell you right now, if I get this wrong, I might put my fist through the microphone. This is going to piss me off, man. I'm not going to lie to you. This, this, would, this would legitimately tops. piss remember, me off, remember, I know. Tops. He was there in 89. Uh, God, I've got to remember the manufacturing year versus the actual. This messed me up on one of the right. card. 89, Stump Merrill, we were terrible. 91, 90, he was not on that team. I'm going to get this wrong, and I'm going to be pissed, dude. I'm going to save the Giants. I got this wrong, didn't I? Did I get it wrong? It's the Yankees. Did I get it wrong? Yankees. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, I've got a shot now. uh, Yeah, you do. I've got a shot. And then I'm thinking, what an idiot I am. I'm saying, oh, you got a layup here. And then that's why, yeah. That was the last year he was there. I don't know because it doesn't give us beyond no, that, but but it yeah, was. you would it was. know, it right? Was. I knew he wasn't there, you know, his whole career. All right, Gene Larkin. Uh I believe he played at Columbia Twins. Bingo. Yeah, no middle infielder. One, two, three, I four, should have five. Two left. Five three and you left. get two left. So I'm five for twelve. Pete and Convilia. Uh Inky at this point is with the Rangers. He was a name that came up last week with eighty nine. He still was with the Rangers. Pete and Convilia. Don Mattingly when he hit Don when he hit the home run. Uh, to tie Dale Long, opposite field in Texas, went over Inky's head by about a foot. A little flare, oppo, and I was on the BQE going to my grandparents' house and broke in uh, Greenpoint. Inky dinky do. All right, so one, two, six for three, 13. four, five, six. Last card left. Yep. Mike Stanley. Okay, Mike Stanley. Uh, obviously, Stano, the, uh, the Yankee. <clears throat> 
I do not believe he was on the Yankees at this point. I believe he was a Texas Ranger at this point. That is correct. Let's go, baby. All right. Let's go. So now the question for you is going to be, here. will the Rigetti one come oh, back to haunt you? Oh, Sal. One, dude, that dude, would piss me off, dude. Oh, baby. If I get Mike Stanley, one, and, and that was fairly two, easy. The Rigetti three, one was four, brutal. Five, How did I mess six, that up? So seven. All right, seven and 14. Damn it. All right, here we go. All right, Now Sal. I'm nervous. You should be. John Dobson. Ooh. First guess was Orioles, but I think I'm wrong on that. I'm going to go Red Sox. Wow, he got it. Yeah! Let's go, baby! Yo, honestly, give me some. That's a good call. I blurted out uh, Baltimore. I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to get that one. (laughs) Going to have to recalibrate a little bit here. (laughs) Oof. Uh, Steve Wilson. One for one for Sal. Very nicely done. Steve Wilson? Yeah. Dobson was a pitcher, by the way. Oh, uh, right? yes, he was. Let's not show uh, off here, Steve, so. Steve Wilson. I can't believe he got that one. Wow. Uh, Although, for sure, you. I actually put that first because I wanted you to start over. over one. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't originally. It wasn't naturally first. Yeah. I'm like, let me stick that there and start 0-1. Uh, I, I play with his head a little bit, his confidence. This is Steve a total Wilson. Cleveland Indians. Uh, no. Okay. The Cubbies, left-handed pitcher. Ah, okay. All right, one for two. Um, Candy Maldonado. The Candyman. A little sterling for you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to just guess. I'll tell you, he'd be perfect for the Mets. A little DH action, you know. Oh, God, I hope I get this one. Uh, I'm going to guess San Francisco Giants. You're going to guess right? Okay, there nice we go. Nice job, dude. I he was a pretty re- good player. Candy was good. Couldn't remember Indians, him with right? another team. Indians, I, oh, yeah, I, I, right, Indians right, was right, another right, team. He right. was a good okay. player. Never great. Always pretty good. Ken Williams. Uh, Chicago White Sox. No. Ooh. Tigers. But it is that Ken Williams, right? The, for the GM type, so the, the executive? He, I be, I'm almost positive he, that it is. And he was with Chicago before that, uh, you would see. On the glasses, I, I can yeah. see this little print here. Yes. <sighs> you missed it by a year, like me with the Rigetti Yeah, stuff. I don't remember him as a Ranger. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, what, uh, Tiger. Guy. Let's see. One, two. That's four so far. Two for two. Uh, two for four. Uh, two for four, Sally. Let's go. By the way, I'm up two games to one. This is a big game. Pivotal game. Joe Price. Joe Price. Mm-hmm. Expos. No. Where? Boston Red Sox. Okay. Lefty pitcher. By the way, what do we do in the event of a tie here? I think we grab another pack. I think we okay. split it down the middle, and okay. Hoff is the uh, is the guy. Mm. Greg Bailey. I remember Thurl Bailey. If I, I think of Utah Jazz. It was a Bob Baylor played for the Mets like in the early '80s. I believe he was like a middle infielder. Didn't hit much. Uh, Seattle. Yes. It's a hell of a pull, isn't it? Oh, I, went back, right. I went back to the, to the memory. Wow. And I'm like, I remember this name. I remember right. this name. Hold on. Let's go. One, two. One, two. So three for three, six? Four, four. Yeah. Okay. We're on good That's pace a tough here. one, man. Um, Greg Minton. Cleveland. No. Ooh, what team? Angels. Do you remember what position he played? No. I remember the name. Yeah. And I remember the colors. I would have gotten this close. wrong. You know what? I would have got it wrong. Actually, by a couple of years, but I knew he played for the Giants for a long time, pitcher, but I would not okay. have gotten that right. Uh, Jim Acker, no relation to Ackerman with the updates. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Acker. I'm going to guess Atlanta Braves. Blue Jays. Oh, damn it. Now let's see. The color what, schemes see. are there. Let's see oh. where we're at here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Acker is eight. So you are three for eight. With six left. With six left. 
Kelly Downs. Um, San Francisco. Final one? Yes. Or no? Yes, Giants. Are you sure? That's the Giants. That's Got a- it. Oh, here we go, baby. I'm <laughs> That's back. a good call, dude. That's good. Four for nine. These are not wow, easy, geez. but. Paul Coleman. Come on, can I get a gimme here? It's for not Vince sake? Coleman. Paul Coleman. This one's a total guess. I mean, I have not had one layup. You had a couple ones. Come on. A layup? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I don't even think I had actually, a layup. I don't know if you've had a layup as you think about this. Paul Maybe you Coleman? Haven't. Candy Maldonado was. Nah, yeah. A layup? No. I'll, I'll grant you that. No. Yeah, not. Um, I'm in the business of being fair here. Paul Coleman. Yep. Cardinals. Was... You got it right. Are you serious? I swear to God. That's a total guess. I mean, this is, this Are you is an serious? absolute joke, dude. I swear to God. That is a total guess, is, and only because... I'm, I'm like, very close to cursing here. I got to watch myself because I think Vince I'm not Coleman. even on the air right now, and I'm getting pissed. One, That's two, three, steal. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten what? We're through ten? You have ten. And I have one. four more. And yep. I'm at five right now? Yep. All right, so it's so you're up seven, five, and we got four more cards to go here. Yep. I hope you save some layups for the back end here. Dan Murphy. Dan Murphy? Yep. Um. God, th- this is ridiculous, this pack that I drew. You're getting Ken Griffey Jr., and I'm getting Dan Murphy. Uh, Phillies. No. Okay. What do we got? Padres. Five for left. Did you know that one? Did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you driving you see what I, uh, I know you're moving them around in there. I think I'm going to lose. Okay. Maybe you save some of the layups for the end. I'm five for you. I'm, I went seven for 14, right? Correct. Yeah. You are five for 11 with three to go. Yes. Jeff King. Pittsburgh Pirates. Six for 12. Okay. First baseman, right handed. Here's your layup, wise ass. Jim Abbott. California Angels. Seven for 13. All right, so we have a tie at Wish worst. we do. This is going to really bother me. Dave Dravecki. <sighs> now, I don't know why, but I'm torn between two teams here. Okay. And they're both similar colors. Dave Dravecki. I obviously know he is left-handed pitcher. Yep. Maybe. I'm going to, for some reason, BT, both the Padres and Giants are coming to mind. Uh But I know he was a Giant for sure, so I'm going to guess San Francisco Giants. You won. Yes! (laughs) Oh, man. What a comeback, baby! Uh, We are tied up in two! God, that was a tough pack. That was a good game. That, that was, was a very good, good game. One. And by the way, Rigetti. Yeah. Over you overthought it a I little did. bit with I Rigetti. Did. I did. All right, we're back not in the two, and game five is still in my house. Game five is still in my house. Woo, baby! That was fun. And I got a Ken Griffey Jr. tops to, Dude, to when boot. you pulled and it was a complete the, the guess. Coleman was Paul. a total. Coleman. I couldn't even tell you what Dude, it was like. That this was is guess. how much of a guess is. I'm looking at his card, <laughs> and he's holding a metal baseball bat. <laughs> I've never Which heard means of this has yeah. to be his high school or college picture. Who the hell is this guy? 
You you said yeah, not Vince Carter. Hey. You said <laughs> you saw. Oh, that's what I want to keep. I'm going to frame yeah, that one. All right, we're not up at two. Wow, we're heading nice, back. Nice. We're not heading back. Staying staying plenty for Game Five Dude. next week. That was a good game though. That was nice. fun. Nice win. That was a good uh, one. was impressive. All right, there we have it. Game time without Boomer Esiason. We'll reset, get back, hit you with the crown topic of the day, and get back to your calls as well. BT and Sal on the fan. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 